You're listening to the Carterville Church Life Podcast. I love our church family, and I hope that you do too. Our goal is that the episodes of this podcast would keep us connected and focused while we're scattered for our week on missions together. I hope that you're blessed by what you hear today. Hey, church family, welcome back to the podcast. I'm glad you tuned in. We're still reading through the book of Acts, and today we find ourselves again in Acts chapter 20. In Acts chapter 20, Paul is speaking to the Ephesian elders, to the leaders in that church that he loved, where he experienced revival, followed by a riot, where three years of his life were put into this church family. And as he's given this particular speech, he's on his way home, and he knows he's never going to see them again. And so he's challenging these church leaders to guard the church, to defend the witness of the congregations in Ephesus. And so as we talk about this, I just want to encourage us as a church family to be prepared to be good stewards, to be good shepherds, to guard the integrity of the witness of our church now and forever. So Paul's going to warn these elders to guard against wolves that might sneak into the flock and sabotage what God has started in Ephesus. That's kind of a powerful concept. You know, that God has started the church But now he's, through his spirit, expecting us to continue to shepherd it so that his witness will be maintained. So I'm going to encourage you today to guard your heart, to protect yourself, to guard the church, to protect our family, so that we can continue to be sanctified and we can continue to provide a witness to the world around us of the resurrection of Jesus. So in Acts chapter 20, I want to begin reading in verse 25. Now I know that none among you whom I have gone about preaching the kingdom will ever see me again. Therefore I declare to you today that I am innocent of the blood of any of you, for I have not hesitated to proclaim to you the whole will of God. I want to stop. So Paul's telling the church that he knows for his part he's been a good shepherd, he's innocent. Why would he say that? Because he can say that he is truly the watchman on the wall from that Old Testament imagery and the prophets that he has warned the church He's taught the church truthfully that he has not prioritized himself, his personal opinions, or his gain over the integrity of what he's taught them. In other words, he has truthfully and clearly taught them the counsel of God. He has accurately explained to them who Christ is and the resurrection and what kingdom living should look like. So as he parts ways with the church, he can say that he knows that when he stands in the judgment, his hands and his heart will be clean with respect to how he's led the Ephesian church. But now, as he hands the baton off to these elders, he's going to encourage them to do the same thing, to guard the church. So let me read that. Verse 28. Keep watch over yourselves and all the flock of which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers. Be shepherds of the church of God, which he bought with his own blood. I want to point out two things. In verse 28, Paul first tells these elders to keep watch over themselves and second, to keep watch over the church. And I'm telling you exactly the same thing today. So you've been a believer maybe for months, maybe for years, maybe for decades. And I'm asking you to guard that, to steward the faith that God gave you so that it never grows cold, so that you don't find yourself in a religious rut or apathetic, so that you don't find that the flame of the Holy Spirit is dying into a flicker inside you. Guard yourselves, watch yourself. Be careful that you personally never fall prey to a false doctrine or a false teaching, to some version of a health and wealth gospel or some secret truth that really does not comply 
to the teachings of Jesus Christ in the scriptures, to his life, to his character, what he's shown us. So the first thing you've got to do is guard yourself. Guard yourself so that you don't follow yourself, find yourself falling into the trap of worldliness or covetousness or greed. So that you don't let sin or immorality begin to sow seeds in your heart and grow and bear fruit and drag you away from the sanctified life that God has for you. Because that will affect the witness that our church can have and the witness that you can have. So the first thing Paul says, guard yourselves and guard the flock. So I want everybody to recognize that for these Ephesian elders and for the leaders of our congregation, and really, in my opinion, for all the members of our congregation, it's our joy, privilege, duty to be shepherds, stewards, guardians of the church, that we would see that the witness that God started at Carterville Baptist Church years ago would continue to be healthy and thriving, spirit-led, biblically sound. So I want to point out to you the value of what we're doing. Like I realize that you know, if you grew up in church like I did, it can probably be eventually become such a routine that if you're not careful, you'll forget how important the witness of the church is. But Paul, in verse 28, describes a church. Uh, he says, which he, that would be God, bought with his own blood. He tells us to be shepherds of the church of God, which he bought with his own blood. Just a reminder that what we are as a congregation It's the most valuable thing that's happening in the cosmos, not just because we get together on Sundays or because we're anything special, but because we have been redeemed by the living God because his love is on full display and that he redeemed us sinners, the chiefs of sinners, to be adopted into his family. So the church matters to God. Our witness matters to God. And now it is ours to guard. So verse 29, Paul's about to leave and he's now telling them to guard this church. I know that after I leave, savage wolves will come in among you and will not spare the flock. Even from your own number, men will arise and distort the truth in order to draw away disciples after them. So be on your guard. Remember that for three years, I have never stopped warning each of you night and day with tears. Paul warns that savage wolves will come in and will not spare the church. And he even warns that some of the wolves will come from inside the flock, false teachers that want to draw disciples after them. In other words, Paul would not be surprised to find that there are pastors or teachers who in their need for self-esteem or their ego, they want to draw a flock of followers. They seek to lead with a deeper or stronger truth or something that seems uh, more attractive and they want to start divisions or create problems or maybe they really are just convinced that they've, they've got it right. And, you know, we would not have to be on our guard if the teachings of false teachers were going to sound ludicrous to us. But the fact of the matter is they probably will not. They'll probably sound very persuasive and beautiful. So how on earth will we guard ourselves against the wolves that come in from the outside to harm the church and against the wolves that come in from the inside to deceive the church or lead it away? And my answer for us is first that we would be grounded in the scriptures that we would ensure that we are reading the scriptures for ourselves well so that if somebody leads us astray with a false teaching or if a sin tempts us, we'll know what God has said so that we can defend ourselves against it. Uh, the second thing that I, would, that I would encourage you to do is to be committed to community so that while you're reading the scriptures, you're not just reading in a vacuum, but you're reading with other brothers and sisters who you are submissive to and with so that in the community of the church, 
we're, we are maintaining our sound doctrine and Christian orthodoxy together by reading together. So that if one of us feels a pull <clears throat> in the wrong direction, if one of us feels a temptation or begins to be drug away, in the context of healthy Christian community, uh, we'll be reminded of the truth of Jesus and in submission, we'll remain faithful to Jesus until we finish well at the final judgment into the age to come. So this is something that Paul warned the church about day and night with tears. And I want to encourage us to pick up that mantle and to continue to guard the faithfulness of the church. So every Sunday when you show up for worship, that you would guard your own heart and the hearts of others, that we would worship Jesus well, that we would study the scripture well, that we would serve with integrity, that we would engage God's mission. Will you help guard the witness that God has created in our church family. I pray that you will. So guard your own heart first. Guard the hearts of your family and guard the heart of our church. Let's be good stewards of what God's given us. Thanks for tuning in to the podcast today. Be diligent, be faithful. Let's all finish well.